It's the Breaking Barriers Podcast, brought to you by Say Yes Buffalo, the Greater Buffalo Racial Equity Roundtable, and the Community Foundation for Greater Buffalo. Here's your host, Daniel Robertson. I know you're going to dig this. Welcome to the Breaking Barriers Buffalo Podcast, uh, brought to you by Say Yes Buffalo, the Community Foundation for Greater Buffalo, and the Greater Buffalo Racial Equity Roundtable. I am joined here today with uh, Dwayne Sawyer, young man that's, that is actually on our council, the Youth Leadership Council uh, through Say Yes. Uh, Dwayne, uh, welcome to the show. This is the, the Thank first. you for having me. Thank you. Thank uh, you. No problem. You are the first young person from the council to actually be on the show. How do you feel about that? Oh, freaking hell. This is, this is a barrier right here. We just broke that. I'm the first person here, and it's a blessing. Um, it's just it's time for a change in our community and I just feel this is this is an amazing opportunity to be here to be here with you to be here with just in general this is this amazing opportunity I'm glad to be here and participate in the breaking barriers for Buffalo it's an amazing program just outstanding look at you you already taken over I didn't even get a chance to introduce myself <laughs> <laughs> all right uh you you all know who I am Daniel Robertson here uh, hosting this uh, wonderful podcast uh Dwayne you already kind of started to just kind of jump in and just take over, just like uh, the young people on the leadership council have been doing with our oh, meetings. Yes, but uh, yes, why don't you uh, give our listeners uh, a little taste of who Dwayne is? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a junior at BAFPA, Buffalo Academy of Visual Performing Arts. Um, I am a communication major. I am 16, and I'm... Hmm, trying to trying to make it out you know that's everybody's goal go to plan is just to make it out and you know be successful in life and it's hard to do that but you know you got to keep pushing and you got to strive for it um that's what i'm trying to do and i feel like joining break of barriers is probably the best option for me right now it keeps me it keeps me motivated and it keeps me out of trouble because i mean you don't want to be in trouble now everybody listen to me. i know y'all be in trouble okay <laughs> but other than that it's, a, it's an amazing program and me i'm just grateful grateful and i'm a funny person you probably will hear that later in the broadcast i'm just I'm, I'm i'm crazy i'm gonna put that out there i know y'all crazy too but i'm but, crazy but you're crazy in a good crazy way in a good and, way and you're right, a ball right, of right. energy and uh, <laughs> just being around you these past couple months i know you carry yourself with great confidence yes and you just course. have this presence about yourself so i want to back up real quick because you talked about uh it's funny because uh myself and Tommy were kind of having a discussion earlier about how once a uh, a young man gets themselves to a, a a certain place in their life sometimes they want to move out of their neighborhood and you you uh talked about getting out of course right so yeah. kind of elaborate on what it what it what it mean what do you mean when you say that when i mean <clears throat> excuse me when i mean when i say when i'm getting i want to get out i'm just i'm i'm tired of seeing the same thing every day there's so much more to this world that a black individual or a person of color haven't seen and some people have not even left the state and they could be over the age of 20, 30, 40, et cetera. And I just want to see more. It's not that, of course, there's violence, poverty, you know, the regular stuff that goes on in a struggling neighborhood slash community. But me personally, I just feel like there's so much more to be out there and I want to witness it. I don't want to be left in the dark. I don't want to be left behind when everybody else is going out there and following their dreams. I want to follow mine too. So I feel like the best option for me 
I'm not, I don't want to say I'm leaving just to leave. I just want to explore it, you know, find who I am as a person. I'm almost there, but I just got to keep on pushing. And that's what I'm trying to do currently. So, Dwayne, what are you doing to put yourself in, in, a, in a position where you can be as successful as possible? Um, I, well, I was the head captain of our debate team at BAFPA. Um, that, that was an amazing opportunity. We won championships. Um, I've met a lot of people. I met the governor at a banquet. It's 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 amazing. Um, I keep myself motivated. I just there's a saying that my grandfather used to say all the time: "It's better you out than in." And I never understood that. Never. Tell us what you mean by that. I f- personally feel like what he meant was get out, try something new. I mean, you don't want to be always stuck in the bubble. You want to exceed the bubble. You want to get out the bubble once in a while just so you can find yourself. And I'm using the phrase bubble because that's how I feel I'm in. I'm in a bubble. I feel like Buffalo is one big bubble. Buffalo is so small, man. Everybody know each other. And it's so, like, you know, it gets a little aggravating sometimes because you be like, oh, I've seen you before. You know, you look familiar. Oh, yeah. I want to see somebody I haven't seen before. I want to see new things. I want to see new buildings. I want to see new neighborhoods. I want to see, just experience a whole new thing, you know? Um, what what makes you want to leave Buffalo? Because it sounds like what, you're, what I'm hearing from you is eventually you want to get to a point where you move out of Buffalo or, or at least experience. I, I wouldn't say I, of course. Um, moving out of Buffalo, that's a, it's a big decision because I mean, this is where it's at believe it or not this is buffalo buffalo's home for me and many others this is this is it but there's so much more out there and for me i feel i wouldn't say i would leave necessarily i would come back it's just i want to experience more like i want to be how should i say it i want to be more spontaneous okay i just want to explore you know dora she explored in her parents letter <laughs> but see i want to i want to be like boots i mean i don't want to lose my shoes or nothing but i want to keep on moving you know i want to keep my shoes on i want to go explore i want to go have fun and try new things i don't want to be stuck in the same old bubble okay so eventually it, it sounds like you want to leave out of buffalo experience something new but then come back of course so you want to so i can so i can tell other people what i've experienced okay so you want to keep your buffalo card of course buffalo yes buffalonians yes okay yeah of course it's not it's not and there's nothing wrong with that this reminds me of a conversation i was having with tommy earlier today and we talked we were talking about how as a young man of well as a man of color once you get to a point in your life and you had success and maybe you have a a a good job a decent paying job you have a couple of degrees under your belt and you want to you know either you have a family or you want to start to create build a family that sometimes the thinking is that i don't want to live in the neighborhood that i've been living in forever and i leave my community and go live on the outskirts right or maybe live in in the suburbs but what happens when we do that is we leave a void in our community where the young people coming up in that neighborhood they may not see some of those positive role models uh mm. if they're all leaving the neighborhood right. and what that what does that do to a community so that was kind of a conversation that we had earlier 
because of you know just because like where I kind of am in, in my life right now. So mm-hmm. interesting that you brought that point up. Uh, I want to kind of switch gears here and kind of talk about uh, your long term plans in re- in regards to school and oh. just life in general. School wise, um, I graduate next year. Uh, class of 2019. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm. I do. Mo- I most definitely do want to go to a historically black college. The simple fact that I just want to meet more people like me. I don't see many people who has the same strive and motivation as I do. Why do you think that is? You know what? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I just feel like everybody's focused on the wrong thing. Okay, when you say the wrong, I'm, I'm going to push you on this. You know that's what we do on the, during All the right. council. When you say the wrong thing, what do you mean? The wrong things as in stuff that don't pertain to them. Okay. Like best friends. Mm-hmm, I'm throwing that best friend card out. Best friends. Y'all focused on your best friend more than you focused on yourself. There's so many people who's focused on things or in other people that they forget about themselves and their travel and their destination and their goal in life. They just leave the goal aside and focus on other people and focus on other things. There's me personally, I, I you know, my mom always told me, worry about me, myself, and I. And I do that. And I keep that in mind all the time. But of course, you know, if somebody needs my help, of course, I'm going to extend that hand and, you know, try to push them on the right track to where they know what they're doing. So I won't have to, you know, keep going and going, you know, keep them afloat. Also keep myself afloat and moving. So a lot of people is just not focused enough and they're just letting themselves drift. Wayne, tell us why you joined. Why, what what made you decide to join the Youth Leadership Council? And uh, I mean, where how did how did you hear about it? One and tell us what made you join. I heard about it. Um, my former teacher actually. Um, we, we we developed a relationship. He was a really nice man. He still is a really nice man. His name is Michael Nolan. Um, he was a really important male factor in my life. When my father moved away to Atlanta. Um. And I lost my grandfather while in during that school year. He was there and he came to the service and he was, a, you know, a strong advocate for me. So I wouldn't have to, you know, constantly speak upon stuff I didn't want to speak on. Um, uh, a few months ago, he reached out to me and his wife, who was part of Say Yes, um, sent him this link saying the breaking barriers sign up online and you know that that and etc so i'm like okay that looks fun and he was explaining to me he was explaining to me i'm sorry what that was so i'm like oh that that's great it gives me a chance to speak on what i feel is right i'm tired of people fighting for my rights i want to fight for my own rights now okay of course i respect that but you know it's it's to where that point to where you're like dang you know i'm tired of people having to struggle for me for my rights as a person i want to you know i want to feel how it feels i want to get out there and fight for my own rights so um that's what really made me join i'm like i get to speak i get to talk to people more like me which there are a lot of members who's in breaking barriers who are like me and who have the mindset of 
somebody beyond their age it's 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 amazing the breaking barriers whole family we are a family it's amazing just everything about it and i'm happy i joined it just brought new light to many many causes and situations talk about this this the sense of family that you kind of just described that um we're formulating with the council because we've we have kind of gelled and turned into a family more so a brotherhood than anything else and in one of our most recent meetings we started to kind of talk about leaving a legacy and that was mind-blowing for myself and Tommy to hear young people talk about leaving a legacy so early on um but just share with the with the listeners what your experience has been um in these past couple of, of, of months these past couple of months have been amazing to be honest um it's just it's if you would sit in the room with some of these gentlemen you would know like the passion they strive for the charisma they have it's just the excitement they bring to the table each and every morning they come up for a meeting it's amazing um as the family part we have kind of grown into a family and daniel said a brotherhood yes that's we've all agreed on it we've got our own handshake going on we've we got our uh we got our little secret jokes a little secret nicknames for everybody um <laughs> it's 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 like that family that you really don't talk to a lot but when we meet together it's powerful and we are powerful um each and every one of us that are in breaking bears and each and every one of you who's listening you are all powerful um, you just have to use your voice for the right reasons to stop using it for the wrong reasons. But yes, it's amazing. Um, it's it's breathtaking at points because I mean I'm not used to people, you know, shutting me up so easily. Because <laughs> I mean I was head captain of the debate team, and I usually won mostly all my you know my all my debates with my teammates, and I didn't get shut up easily, but. <laughs> walking into that room it's a little intimidating i'm gonna tell you why they're just so intelligent the the amount of intelligence they bring to the table is beyond it's beyond amazing it's it's crazy and for so so many people so young it just shows that they're tired as well as i am and they want to change so i feel like them being so motivated and wanting to strive for success it shows it shows some people say they want it but don't go for it and those gentlemen in that on the oh lord i'm all over the place in the organization you're right man you're right <laughs> in the organization it just shows a lot it's it's amazing you mentioned change what in regards to change you live on the east side of buffalo right i do okay. i've lived there mostly all my life so um, you've as a young person you've had the the opportunity to see and experience certain things in your what is this uh 16 17 years of life yes yeah, okay uh what would you say are some of the most challenging issues facing young people from your perspective growing up in buffalo now today well as soon as you said the most challenging things going on right now i would say is discrimination and racism um there's constantly discrimination being thrown at black individuals or people of color in general 
um if it's not the i want to say if it's not the bpd it's other people they 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 judge you by who they think you are they don't, I don't want to say they, don't, they judge you by your skin color because, I mean, in some cases, they don't. They just may look at someone and be like, oh, he's a he's a thug or he's a game banger or he he he's all mixed up in the pot. But in reality, that person that they may be judging can be one of the smartest, intelligent, funniest people you may have ever known. Um, I've had a case earlier earlier in the week um last week actually last week tuesday where i was coming from school and i was waiting to get on the bus and this officer not going to say names uh, pulled up to me and asked me did i have any drugs on me so the first instant first instinct that came to mind was oh lord let me be quiet i ain't about to get arrested because i don't got no record i ain't about to get one now for something stupid so um it it bothered me after he said it i had to like literally just stare at him and like what like process what he just said to me um after he yelled like do you have drugs on you the second time i said no sir i don't have any drugs on me i don't do that and he went upon his business so i'm still waiting probably five minutes go in he comes back around this time he looks agitated like i said like hey yeah i got drugs on me come on arrest me like i'm basically trying to provoke him which i did no sort so um when he did that pulled up and rolled his window down this time he was like come on if you don't be honest with me i'm gonna have to get out and then i'm gonna have to search you i'm like oh lord this is getting out of hand i told you the first time sir i don't have anything on me if you want to search me i do not mind Believe it or not, I did say that because, I mean, I ain't trying to get myself caught up. My mom would, whew, <laughs> she, she don't take kindly to stuff like that, especially with law enforcement. So I had to bite my tongue. I mean, I wanted to say something else, but, you know, I just kept it professional. But it, it I'm just. Glad you, I'm glad you decided to bite your tongue because I can speak from uh, personal experience where in, during an instance where I did not bite my tongue. And let's just say I had a long night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, but it's um, it's a little disheartening to kind of hear that you had to deal with that. But we also know that sometimes these are yeah situations ongoing that situation of color encounter. So my my question for you and and when we have um, Officer Badger on the podcast, I'm gonna make sure I bring this up this situation up to him and and kind of ask him his take on it. But um, how do we go about changing that that narrative that you kind of described a little bit? And um, what do you think not only the police department can do, but what is it that young men can kind of do to make sure that we have uh, better relationships with our local uh, law enforcement? Hmm. Um. What do you think would help? And as you know, we do have two young men that are serving on the police oversight committee. So I think that's one way. But I want to let let you uh, exercise your voice on this. Um. Okay. I don't want to. 
Hmm. Uh, this is a hard one, Daniel. Um, I mean, you know, we got to challenge you a little bit. Yeah, we got to push yeah, you a little yeah, bit. That's how I feel we grow. You, I feel you. Um, per- I I feel like I, I I feel like we need to be more open minded. Okay. We need to be more open minded and stop being so angry. Um, there's always people going around saying angry black man or angry black woman or you know in that aspect um we need to quit being so angry because when there's situations like that you don't know how bad it, like i wanted to go off and be angry and join those people but i had to i had to think for a minute i mean i was raised totally different i respect my elders um I can't really say for other people because some people were raised differently. Um, me personally, I knew if I would have went off that day, it could have led me somewhere totally different. He could have said I, I tried to run from him or I tried to do something else, tried to attack him, and it was not that serious. I knew that I didn't have anything on me, and I, I feel that other young men of color should just stay open-minded and when i say open-minded i mean just don't be so quick to blab off because you know where that's gonna lead you you know the consequences you know that as soon as you say that he can make it seem like you said something totally different changing your story so just just you know when there's situations like that just um just just go with the flow i mean he's bothering you yeah i get that you're angry because you're not doing nothing wrong but at the same token you just need to stick to who you are don't ever change because somebody else is pushing your buttons right and that's important because uh a lot of times we can't have our our buttons pushed and we can react in a way that can put us in a in a very bad situation so i'm glad you didn't react uh, oh yeah god no i wanted to because i had to call on him on that one <laughs> there's another way that we can go about addressing that issue and i know earlier we were kind of talking and uh the one of the alternatives that you kind of threw out there was that all right maybe i'll just formalize a, a complaint and put in a complaint and, I did. and, and I, follow yeah. up about it that way so i think that was a uh, pretty intelligent on, on your behalf oh i appreciate that um a lot of things was going through my mind that day. I just was actually, I went, I was angry, but at the same time, I was, I was hurt. The reason for me being hurt is, I I have never really had that type of incident with the law enforcement before, to where I've been discriminated. Um, and I I thought the law enforcement are here to protect and serve. They are. They, of course, they are, and there's some people who just forget that. You can't be angry at the world, no matter what you are going through. Don't take it out on nobody else because of your misfortune. And I've been told that by multiple people in my family. Don't don't be angry because somebody else made you angry, so you're gonna be back. Be angry to somebody else. Don't do that because you don't know what that person is going through. So, you know, that day I had to really, really let that marinate and just calm myself down. It was a little bit emotional. After he pulled off the second time, I I don't know. I was ready to break down, you know, like 
go off. But I, you know, I, I, I just stuck to who I am. Like I said before, don't change who you are for nobody. So after that incident occurred, who was the person that you talked to to kind of talk through what you were feeling, how you were feeling to kind of get over that? I talked to my mom immediately as soon as I got home. Um, she was just, she was amazed and just, I guess, hurt as well that her son was discriminated by a cop. I don't know if it was because of the color of my skin or maybe that cop, like I said, was in a bad mood. Um, it's just the whole thing was really, um, it was really disappointing to see how somebody so nice could be so evil because I just, I don't, I don't know. It, 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 it still bothers me now, probably more than ever, because the more I think about it, the more it's like, what could have been going through his head? I knew it was going through my head. I can tell it's bothering you. Like visually sitting here with you, I can tell that it's still bothering you. Um, and I think that's why it's so important that we have our community police officers. Uh, so maybe when we when we bring uh, Officer Badger on the show, maybe we bring you back so you guys can kind of have a conversation, and that way you get a uh, a different perspective on uh, policing uh, because you just had a very negative experience with an officer, and that can kind of you know, shape persuade your, you your to view think something going else. forward. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, we're gonna table that and make sure we come back to that on on on, on our next uh, podcast. But um, tomorrow, we are tasked with going down to the uh, mayor's rally yes. against, uh, well, on against gun violence, All right? So I just want to, with the most recent events that took place down in, was it Florida? Yeah, right? Florida. Uh, the school shootings, and we know we've, there's been a number of them over the, over the years. What is your take on... Uh, on gun violence and why do you think it's so important that we attend a rally tomorrow? I, me and plenty others, I, I feel like we all are just outraged. We are fed up. We are tired of this occurring. This should not be a consistent thing. This, they should have nipped in the bud. Me, uh, That's my perspective. They should have nipped in the bud years, years ago. When this first started getting out of hand, no lives should be taken because of someone's lack of, I don't know what I'm trying to say, lack of, yeah, okay, lack of caring. How about that? I don't, that's probably not the right word to say, but you know, it's overwhelming. I can only imagine how the families are feeling. My heart go out to them. Did you participate in the walkout? I did. My school, um, we walked out. Um, it was, I'm not sure if it was broadcasted on the news or not, but we did walk out. A lot of us had to sit down and talk about what was that like just fill us in about the the walkouts the walkout um it was snowing it was cold <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 for starters well, you um, know you're in buffalo so that's oof, about yeah um it was it was just it was amazing it was crazy um it was a lot of it was a lot of things um what were some of the reactions you saw from your peers i saw a lot of i saw to be honest i saw a lot of sadness more people were, they were, I saw anger, but it was overwhelmed with sadness and pain. I saw it in their eyes, holding up the signs. I saw the, the our administrators angered. It was, it was very difficult 
but at the same time we're trying to make a point and for us to make a point we need to start speaking up for our own rights the our ancestors spoke up for their rights and our rights it's time for us to speak on for our rights and our next line of people on this earth because i mean it's enough is enough i'm pretty sure everybody who's listening right now is fed up with gun violence not just in schools but in our communities um i'm not sure if it was yesterday or a few days ago but a man a boy was taken i think the age of 18 that right there his name was they called him called him molly molly and that right there that was that was sad for itself i mean it's just so sad that young men of color is being taken at the age of 18 not being able to live their life not being able to have children and see how that feels just to be free not being able to see the world like i mentioned earlier in the broadcast i want to get out there and explore that that boy molly didn't get to explore he didn't get to see what's out there because of people lack of careness and gun violence which is just it's it's horrible also another person literally following that the next day name was they called him bullethead that happened yesterday happened yesterday shot and killed the teens it's crazy yeah we've been over the years we've lost we've we've lost a number of young men to to the streets um and we want to make sure that we provide one of the one of the key things that we can do is provide opportunities for young men to get involved in positive programming uh positive programs and uh, I think you you're an example of a young man that decided to kind of take a different path and and try to surround himself with as many positive supports and activities as possible. So um, I'm glad to have you as a part of the leadership council. I think you will be one of the, the young leaders that are going to do some amazing things over the next uh, couple months as we really start to do a deep dive into some of the policies that we want to start to tackle and address uh with that i want to give you uh fine not the final word but i'm giving you a final word because i always get the final word you know what i'm saying <laughs> um, i'm gonna put you on a hot seat and i just want you to one word to describe how you feel one word just one one word to describe how you feel about the council and moving for and moving forward one word <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm out the um sum it up um blessed that's my word i mean it's a blessing i'm happy you and tommy and the the head chairman and chair ladies and <laughs> all the people all the, the pe- <laughs> all the people sitting down on the chairs that's involved um it's just it's a blessing that we all came together to get this program launched and i can't wait to see what happens further on in the years it's just it's it's crazy and it's amazing and i'm happy to be a part of it we're glad to have you man i need you to keep exercising your voice because youth voice matters and it's of it's course, important and it's strong and it's it's a necessity it's our time all right with that uh 
we are closing out our podcast for this week remember to go subscribe to the buffalo to the, to the breaking barriers buffalo podcast lord help me it's been a long day uh on google play stitcher uh, apple podcast soundcloud and also youtube uh, so with that, Dwayne, thanks for being on no the problem, podcast today. No uh, I'll be seeing you tomorrow. Yes, uh, we get to spend a full day together tomorrow as we have our council meeting, and then we go down uh, to City Hall for the rally. And in a couple weeks, we'll be in Fredonia for the Men of Color Summit. Uh, so we a lot of fun things lined up. Uh, thank you all for uh, tuning in, and and happy Friday. I mean, y'all enjoy. It's the weekend. Happy Friday. Yes, happy Friday. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe. And be cautious and don't do nothing stupid, okay? Because y'all always doing something stupid. Everybody do something stupid. But okay, just have fun. Okay, I'm about to go. All right. <laughs> Peace. We out. <laughs>